BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. It's that time of year where the weather outside can be frightful. And frightful weather can do real damage to your roof. If you're looking for peace of mind this holiday season, knowing that your roof is taken care of, contact Riverland Roofing. Whether you need an inspection, a new roof, or a maintenance program, Riverland Roofing has you covered, home or business. They're a GAF Master Elite Contractor and can offer warranties that last a lifetime. Licensed and insured Riverland services Mississippi and its surrounding states. Don't worry about the roof over your head this holiday season. Contact Riverland Roofing today, 662-644-4297. That's 662-644-4297. Or visit riverlandroofing.com, riverlandroofing.com. Riverland Roofing, for all your roofing needs and a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. Welcome in to a Friday edition of Hashtag Not Committed. It's the Ole Miss Spirits recruiting show with me, Ben Garrett, and him, Zach Berry. Zach underscore Berry on Twitter. I'm at Spirit Ben. Right now, if you sign up for the Ole Miss Spirit for a sub, you can get it for as low as $1. Or if you want to sign up for an annual and hang out with us for a year, you can get it half off because it's a special portal price and sign-up promotion for right now. Because for Ole Miss football, the portal, it's hot. Ole Miss landed Key Lawrence, the Oklahoma sa- uh, trace safety transfer. And next could be on commit watch, has been on commit watch. We think it's going to happen. I have heard nothing different. Florida Edge Prince Uman Mielin. And yes, I know how to pronounce it now. I've been practicing. Hey, Zach. Hello. Good afternoon. It, uh, the portal is portaling, as they say. Uh, Big time visitors on campus. Like you said, Prince Uman Mielin. At some point, it's going to happen. Uh, got late into the evening last night. And, it, it, you know, the business that we're in, I'm thinking of SEO impact. Clicks, views, sessions, all of that stuff. I feel like that goes into a lot of these portal guys and, and recruits announcements where it's like, you know, hey, sometimes guys will do it like at midnight. Or you have, we'll see it in the next couple of weeks. There will be dudes that will announce on Christmas Day or do a top schools list on Christmas Eve. Chris that sort Marshall of thing. announced last year on Christmas Day and didn't yeah. even make it to uh, summer. Yeah, yeah. We had like DeMond Williams last year did some things around the holidays. Um, Your favorite yeah, Christmas it, time commitment. I got mine. Carlton Martin. A oh, big yeah. show. Mary, and the title in the spirit that go, day. Back when go we were Jags. Scout. Yeah, back when we were with Scout, it said, 
Merry Christmas. Yancey wrote it. Merry Christmas from Carlton Martin. That was the only <laughs> gift, unfortunately, he would give Ole Miss over his career. But, yes, it's going to happen. Commitment watch is still in play, and nothing's really changing that way. But some tough news for Ole Miss on Thursday night. Keewon Lacey, the four-star running back from Texas, chose Missouri over Ole Miss in Alabama. And it seemed like Ole Miss was trending. All sourcing indicated that. What happened? I mean, I think it got to a point with with NIL that Missouri just made a move late. And it was too much for Ole Miss to overcome. I don't really think that there's any other explanation and there's no sense in playing coy or beating around the bush or using metaphors or not just coming out and saying it it's 2023 NIL is the forefront of college football recruiting and college football. I think that's all it was. Ole Miss was the overwhelming favorite for what seemed to be the last month, at least the last couple of weeks, Sam Spiegelman. I talked with him several times. He just, you know, Hey, Ole Miss is coming on strong. They have been in communication with him pretty much the entire cycle. They never wavered when he committed to Nebraska. They stayed with him. Alabama kind of bucked its head a little bit and looked like the Crimson Tide might be coming in to snag him away from Ole Miss. And Ole Miss fought back. They have a good, you know, counter punch. And it looked like it was all Ole Miss. We were we were set and ready to go. Didn't have like a live announcement type set up but said it was going to be at six and i don't think he officially announced it or i don't think it officially broke until like 6 15 or so and um, no i was not at the announcement that was weird zach you texted me the other day like hey are you going to Kiwan lacy's announcement i don't know <laughs> where that came from but no i was never going here's the thing about i was i was thinking like maybe the cowboys are playing at home are. this weekend yeah that and maybe and then i was like well i'll just text him and ask him yeah, don't wow. don't don't look at this. Don't be fooled by this. I'm a Cowboys fan. The Bears just have really cool colors and logos. Is and that a like shout that. out to Brad? A little bit, yeah. Maybe more subtle because well, it's not even it's not really okay. subtle. So it'd be more unintentional than anything else. You know, yes, this is a, this is because Brad played for the Bears. That's what we remember. Maybe you're a huge fan of special teams and you love Devin Hester. I did love Devin Hester, and I saw him return a uh, kickoff for a touchdown in a Super Bowl live. Oh yeah. You're, you're a Rex Grossman stan. Hey, I was uh, there at Ole Miss and rushed the field after Ole Miss beat Rex, Rex Grossman in Florida in 2003. So, yeah. Rex <laughs> I didn't Grossman. rush the field. I didn't rush the field. I was there, though. I rushed the field. I was among those that rushed the field. But the thing about Keewan Lacey that I think has stuck out to me, because I've had a couple of days to stew – well, not a couple of days, but a day to really stew on it. I think the momentum for Missouri – we didn't have a podcast yesterday. I was supposed to do one with Thomas Dillard. Something came up. He couldn't do it, so he'll do it next week. So no podcast yesterday. He didn't get to really touch on it as it was happening, but there was some momentum, some things we were hearing about Missouri, which for me, when I heard it, I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't that doesn't track with anything I've been hearing. And then he ends up going to Missouri. NIL is the great equalizer. It only takes one team, one to really, really like you and decide that you are that guy for them and make it happen. And it can change, yes, that quickly. It sounds like an excuse, and I guess it is in a way, but also it is the reality that mm-hmm. all of this is constantly in flux. It is a day-to-day procedural thing. And as long as things are trending the right way, like if you get a kid on campus for a visit and then – he cancels another visit, blah, but even then, like with Juice Wells, Juice Wells was on campus last week for an official visit, the South Carolina wide receiver transfer, 
and he canceled Texas. It was all sourcing saying, yeah, this is happening. It's just a matter of when within well, the evaluation changes. So for Ole Miss, and I think for, for Ole Miss right now with Juice, it's just, is he going to be the Juice Wells or as close to Juice Wells pre-injury than the guy who was slowed and hadn't played since September, October. But uh-huh. I bring that up because it then in, in the age of NIL, the great equalizer, you have to make these kind of decisions too. I mean, I think Ole Miss, if it really wanted to, could have matched whatever Missouri offered to Keywan Lacey. However, they have the SEC rushing leader returning for his third season. He broke a single-season school record as a freshman. They have Kedrick Rascano, who was a top 150 player in last year's class that they really like. Ulysses Bentley is coming back. It was more uh, – it, it was it was not a need for them to land Keywan Lacey. Still surprising uh-huh. because up until that – up until two days ago – Missouri, but hey, yeah. give it to Eli Drinkwich and come. So almost had to make a decision. I had to decide, all right, do we want to match that or do we look at the room? It's the allocation of dollars and spending it wisely. And and you heard Walker Jones talk about that on this podcast or on this podcast network with me on the flagship on Wednesday. It's not always about just paying them. They're not going around just paying the most money to everybody. It's a targeted approach and they have to trust their own evaluations and they can't go splurging for a fourth running back if the number goes up, which can happen with NIL. So I do think that's the greatest culprit. Especially here. if Ulysses first... Bentley comes back. Yeah, th- I think that's the biggest culprit is just, you know, the money from somewhere else. They made it more of a priority and Ole Miss decided, well, uh, th- that that do are we spending and, our, our money wisely in that way yeah. if we go to that number at that position with what we already have? So it was a bummer and – no one bats a thousand. We missed that one because all the sourcing led there. But since before that, it was all good news all the time. Princely Uman Mignellen is coming to Ole Miss at some point. He's going to commit, but I've heard Georgia's got a little bit of an eye on him. We'll see if they really play for him. Has anything in your mind as far as what Ole Miss is on the, on the verge of accomplishing in the portal changed at all? I think we're still kind of in the same place. Uh, of where we thought they were last week. You know, I know that, again, missing uh, Keywan Lacey is a big deal, or it's a deal, but Key Lawrence happens. That pops. And sometimes you got to have patience, but also understand that, you know, this stuff is fluid too. Sure. And and with, with Keywan Lacey, I think both things can be true. I think Ole Miss could be allocating resources elsewhere for defensive prospects in the portal. They've got two big ones on campus right now. They've got an offensive line prospect in high school that they really want to flip in Kavian Broussard, who we reported yesterday is officially visiting this weekend. Um, committed but yeah, to also, Miami. Yeah, yeah, committed to Miami. Um, but also, almost just got beat. I, I think that that's fine to admit, too. They it wanted Cuban Lacey and outbid Missouri, pushed it, and almost, you know, I, I don't know for a fact if they moved on or if they well, well, threw in the towel, but, think but yeah, I mean, both can be true. What's happened? What happened in Major League Baseball recently? Shohei signs with the Dodgers. Six hundred eighty million dollars deferred. We're all up in arms that didn't get him. Like what the hell? The Braves would have offered the exact same thing. The Giants offered the exact same thing, and he chose the Dodgers. I'm not saying that Ole Miss matched what Missouri was offering, and it wasn't six hundred eighty million deferred. But I am saying that if you wondered. Uh, the business of this business now, it is very much 
a professionally run kind of organizational. Yeah, you make your you make your decisions based on on the on the balance sheet, right? Less than yeah. less about you know splurging just to go get one because you can. You know they have have real needs, especially on defense, and uh, not that necessarily Kiwan Lacey and the money allocated for him was going to prevent them from doing those things, but they had to make uh-huh. a decision and they did. My question now is, for the weekend coming I, up. It's a huge weekend. What are you most paying attention to? What's the thing or player or prospects that Ole Miss fans need to be paying attention to? Could be on commitment watch, the biggest names of the weekend. Yeah, and just to close the book on Lacey, again, Ole Miss can get beat, but also could be looking to, you know, kind of shuffle the board a bit. I haven't spoken with anybody on staff, but I think it's safe to say that Kevin Smith, Enrique Davis – Kelvin Bolden, I mean, they're bummed. Lane Kiffin, they, they wanted Keewin Lacey. They all went to watch him play his last high school game. Um, it happens. Uh, Missouri is is kind of in the same boat with Ole Miss right now. They're kind of in that, you know, golden era of modern football for their program right now. They're 10 and 2. They got a ton of momentum. They got a coach that's winning at a high level. They're recruiting at a high level. And look, I mean, maybe the running back room just looks a little more fruitful there for Keewin Lacey with you know, Schrader leaving and, you know, maybe a little more opportunity to get on the field earlier. You know, I think most people expect Quinjon Judkins back for a third year. You mentioned Kedra Criscano. The staff loves him. Uh, that was a huge win for the staff last year. And even more so, I think it really got kind of lost in the shuffle with Blackwell leaving to go to Texas A&M and almost still able to keep him and sign him. Just a testament to – the program, what Lane Kiffin has built, and kind of the reputation of their offense, where it's like, hey, man, we loved him. We, we hired him for a reason. We thought he was a great coach. He's gone, but you're still going to get here. You're still going to be successful and put in position to get to the NFL. I think that was a big thing that not many people acknowledged. But, yeah, it's a bummer. I, I imagine the staff was was pretty upset. They were they were probably a little, <laughs> little angry. But, hey, you, it's recruiting. You, you don't win them all, and you got to move on. So I think this weekend is huge. Right now you've got – Tamari McDonald, Tyler Barron, two Tennessee guys are on campus. I talked with Tamari McDonald's high school coach the last couple of days. He says he really likes Lane Kiffin. Um, they're obviously familiar with each other. Kiffin recruited him in his first class when he got the job at Ole Miss. They wanted him. Really talented linebacker coming out of Whitehaven High School in Memphis. Uh, got to Tennessee, settled in at safety, that, that star position, uh, that hybrid safety role that is – basically just become kind of one of the bigger positions of need for people at the power five level with the offenses being so, so spread out, use the entire width of the field. You got to have dudes that can run and be physical at the line of scrimmage. He fits that role perfectly. Played a lot of football at Tennessee, played a lot for a, uh, a defense that was much improved this year, made a lot of tackles. They would love to add him to that secondary class. It's already got key Lawrence, you got Taz Nicholson, and then you have a legitimate shot at bringing back the dudes that played on a uh, top 25 SP plus defense this year. Uh, DeAndre Prince and Mario Walton are gone, but uh, I would imagine that the Grove Collective is working on keeping John Saunders and Deshaun Gaddy in Oxford to uh, continue to build an experience back in. Um, Tyler Barron, I, I, I know he's tight with Tamarian McDonald. He's tight with Key Lawrence. They're all Tennessee guys. Um, Key Lawrence is from Nashville, played at Innsworth, and uh, Barron's from Knoxville, played at Knoxville Catholic, and then I already mentioned McDonald's from Memphis. They're all familiar with each other. Um, but still some uh, 
I, I would guess, don't hold me to it. I, you know, I would love to be wrong here and for Ole Miss to snag him and everybody get fired up over the weekend. I think Tyler Barron will probably take more visits. Um, you've got Alabama. I've heard they're the team to beat. Georgia is in the mix. Um, Louisville. I, I heard Vanderbilt. I don't really buy that. Um, but yeah, I, maybe he shuts it down and Ole Miss gets a big one this weekend. But yeah, they're, they're getting him on campus. He arrived yesterday. They'll finish up everything today and uh, do all their exit interviews and, and you know, negotiation stuff with the Grove Collective and and they'll move on. So, but I, I think Tamara McDonald is one that you could see um, Ole Miss make a real run at to get it. Uh, again, I just think the way that this staff operates and the way Pete Golding has built this defense, he loves the idea of having experienced guys on your defense. And, you know, sure, I'm sure you're probably saying, you know, well, duh, you don't want a bunch of, you know, green freshmen out there. But um, I think that just helps the overall health of the locker room, the camaraderie, the culture of the program when you've got dudes that have been there, done that, and especially in the SEC. So uh, McDonald, for sure, I would keep an eye on. And then Tyler Barron, uh, probably going to take more visits. The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage. But intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. That's the perfect place then to play a long overdue round of buy or sell. Are you ready? Let's go. Here we go. Buy or sell. Juice Wells is now taking the transfer South Carolina wide receiver. is now taking visits to Texas and I think Oregon. He came to Ole Miss last weekend, canceled the Texas visit. It seemed as if Ole Miss was on the verge. Sourcing said Ole Miss was on the verge. Buy or sell, if Juice Wells is an Ole Miss Rebel, they'll just hold, uh, they'll stand pat. They'll stand pat at wide receiver at least till the first of the year. Uh, I could see that, um, especially with the news of Watkins and Trey Harris coming back, and you add Deion Smith, and they're going to sign Norrell White at a high school. Uh, I could see them sitting and waiting and see who else gets in the portal after the playoff games. Um, but yeah, I I think with the 
returning guys, and then you get Deion Smith, who I I think the staff believes is a day one guy. It's not as big of a pressing matter that it was initially. So I could see them make a run at one guy, but it seems like the emphasis is being put on the trenches and defense specifically. So, yeah, they could just either, you know, hey, we're going to shoot our shot at one elite dude that we think fits the offense, or we just don't take one. Um, and now I don't know if it's good or bad with Juice Wells. I've heard numerous things. I've heard he's basically mulling everything over. He's trying to decide. I've heard rumors of him maybe going back to South Carolina, which I believe that when I see it. He, he didn't leave on a great note there. Um, I don't know. I mean, Shane Beamer would take him back. I mean, he's an elite receiver. But there's also the concerns about the foot. I mean, how healthy is the foot? Like, is he going to be – the same guy he was in 2022 when he had close to a thousand yards receiving and was a game changer. Um, and that's sure. It's probably concern for Ole Miss, especially with what happened with, you know, Zakari Franklin, you, you had the knee injury, you had the scope and it didn't respond well. So you, there's a risk, you know, it, it's a, you know, high risk, high reward type business with recruiting. And then especially with portal guys where, you know, you put them through a physical, you evaluate them physically to make sure the investment is going to, you know, return, you know, a positive ROI. So um, I, I don't, the people that I've talked to at on three and at other sites and other sources, they don't really know what juice Wells is doing. Uh, I think Ole Miss made a pretty competitive offer and they feel pretty good about where they sit with him, but now it's just kind of juices, you know, it's, it's in his hands. He, he's got to decide what he wants to do. Ole Miss got a commitment this week, as expected from Southern Miss offensive lineman Jerquan Scott. What's the latest with Carter Smith, the Indiana transfer who visited last week in the transfer tackle, I should say, that visited Ole Miss last week? So, so last this I week heard he, it was Florida State or Ole Miss. He visited Florida State. No, did make a decision after that. Is that all it is? I don't remember. If it was yesterday or the day before. He announced he was staying at Indiana. Oh, we got a room? Really? Yeah. Oh, my. What? Yeah. So he, yeah. So I, wow. I don't know what happened. I don't know. I literally in real time, as I'm reading the hot list, just removed him. This portal stuff is crazy, man. Well, it it leads perfectly to my next buy or sell question. I was going to say maybe Carter Smith is close. I hadn't heard anything about him since he left. Uh, There are not a lot of candidates on our hot list right now. That doesn't really mean much. Fernando Carmona from San Jose State was someone Ole Miss offered very early on in the portal process. I reached out to him, talked to me briefly. I just haven't heard anything pressing on him. So, buy or sell with Jerquan Scott in the fold, knowing that offensive line is their biggest need position. They're getting Micah Pettis back. They expect to get Caleb Warren and Jeremy James back. Um, Jaden Williams will be back. They do have bodies. It was an underperforming year for the offensive line as a whole. Buy or sell over two and a half added through the portal. Two and a half. Buy or sell. Oh, two and a half. Over, uh, over, over, over two and a half. Yeah, the hook is big there. I'd say I'd say sell. I mean, I think that they would possibly get one more. I do think they're gonna get Kavian Broussard, the high school prospect. Um I think Ole Miss will eventually flip him. I don't know if it'll be this weekend or just on signing day, but uh yeah, two and a half, I, I would say sell. The hook is big. They could get two because um, I do think there's going to be another influx of portal prospects, maybe a second or third. I don't know what wave we're on now, but there'll be another group of 
big time prospects, you know, middle tier prospects, whatever you want to call it, dudes that they're going to evaluate and, and try to get on campus for visits. Um, yeah, I would sell. All right. Buy or sell. Ole Miss sweeps. Princely, Uman Mignellen, Walter Nolan, and Tyler Barron transfers on the defensive line. Nice. They've offered every single one of them. Princely has already visited. We've mentioned it multiple times. We're on commitment watch for him. Uh, Walter Nolan's coming in. Uh, he's in today. This is Friday, December 15th, 2023. He's coming in today. And he will be here for the weekend. And then Tyler Barron's coming in this weekend. It's a huge weekend. So buy or sell. Stop smirking. Ole Miss sweeps the big defensive line three. Uh, yeah, probably the one thing that I would love to be wrong about. Because, man, that, that, that would awesome. really make our job fun if they swept. But no, they're not. They're not getting all three. I would say two, two out of three. Okay. Um, Who do you think's but, most yeah. likely? Rank choice them. Umami Ellen and Walter Nolan. Barron's going to still take visits. So I mean, sure, they could pivot if Walter Nolan comes in and says no thanks, or you know, I'm going to go somewhere else. And you know, I don't think from all indications from people who have talked with Walter Nolan's father and people around him, it seems like he's wanting to get a decision made sooner rather than later. He wants to get to work and start preparing. And that place told Mrs. That place told Mrs. Benefit then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's already been to Oregon. He didn't commit. He left. I mean, this is his draft year. I mean, this is his year. Like this is where you you pick where you want to go. You you go off and then you get drafted. So I think he's wanting to as much of a circus as his high school recruitment was. I think this is all business where it's like, I, I, I don't care. Like, let's, let's get a deal. Let's get to work. So I don't see that one getting too far down the line. Again, could be wrong. Cause at the end of the day, he's, you know, what, 19, 20 years old. And Lord knows what I was doing when I was 19 and 20, but yeah, I, I think he's wanting to get it done and, and, and start working get on campus, start, you know, getting in the weight room, getting with the staff, getting with, you know, his future teammates, all that. Um, yeah, I would say Umami Ellen and Walter Nolan are the most likely just because Tyler Barron is going to have more suitors and all signs point to him indicating he wants to take more visits. Buy or sell, UCF cornerback Corey Thornton, outside of Princely Umami Ellen, is the next closest to committing to Ole Miss. He's already visited. He's one I wrote about immediately when he got into the portal. It's a name mm. that we first reported on the Ole Miss Spirit, omspirit.com, and of on three. Sign up today for $1. Or if you want to hang out with us for a year, you can get an annual sub for half off. It's like 50 bucks right now for the full year. And we just talk about this stuff and write and talk and laugh and joke about this stuff all day, every day. All right, so Corey Thornton was a name that we reported, the UCF cornerback. Do you think, buy or sell, that he is the closest, next closest, after Princely, to possibly becoming an Ole Miss Rebel? It's interesting. He he is a different position, cornerback, and Tamara McDonald's is a safety, you know, star linebacker type position. Um, I do know that Corey Thornton is visiting Penn State this weekend. Um, so he is gonna go somewhere else to see what else is out there. I know Ole Miss likes him because you were you reported it before he entered the portal that Ole Miss was interested. Um so if he got I, in, I meant to say as my <laughs> mic was muted. If he got yeah. in, I didn't know if he was gonna get in. I didn't know. 
It's like it's yeah, like who, the uh, Walter who, White who breaking bread. It? It's the Walker White. You got you got you got, you got me. me. You know. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think Ole Miss definitely that sort of thing. You, you know, conversations happening before entering the portal officially. Then you visit pretty quickly after. It seems pretty obvious that Ole Miss is definitely interested in wanting to to land him. But yeah, I, I, he's going to Penn State this weekend. So we'll see. I don't know if it's going to be like a, you know, first come first serve with him. It's Mary McDonald just numbers wise in the secondary. Cause I do think um, there is some position versatility in that room. So golden can shuffle guys around. So it isn't like a, we have to get a safety. We have to get a corner they recruit guys that are versatile for a reason, so they don't have to worry about that. Who all's coming in this weekend? Do we have the list yet? So it's everybody that we've already talked about. So the two Tennessee guys that are there right now, right. Bruce Hard and uh, Shamar Darden, the Ole Miss commit from Tupelo is in town. So that is And it. Walter Nolan. And, and Walter Nolan. Walter Nolan, yeah. And that, so that, little, just, that little guy named Walter Nolan, yeah. Don't yeah, forget about that five. little guy. You know, buy or sell. Ole Miss lands a commitment before the weekend is out from one of these visitors. I buy that. Ooh. One of the portal or high school kids will happen. All right. Maybe two. Maybe two commitments. I, I, how about that? Bold, right. bold take. Buy or sell. Princely Uman Mielin popping before one of these visitors pop. I'd say yeah. So you buy that too. Right. Yeah, I would say typically the high school dudes will do the full weekend and then make a decision before they leave or after they leave, you know, Sunday evening. Um, honestly, if if you pin me down, I would say Umami Ellen right now is probably just waiting on an edit or a video to be done. That's it for buy or sell. Another riveting round of buy or sell. The Ole Miss football schedule before we get out of here came out this week officially, the Egg Bowl. Now, the official announcement said it was going to be on a Saturday. But if you go to the Ole Miss Spirit, you'll read from Keith Carter, who told Jake Thompson that has not been decided yet. That'll be decided after the first of the year. Everybody knows where yeah. I stand, I think. I hate the Egg Bowl on Thanksgiving. If the Egg Bowl can stay on Saturday with this schedule, I'm telling you, it's setting up. Somebody oh. was somebody was picking the games the other day, and they put at LSU as a loss. How can you in good conscience but LSU is a loss right now. They're replacing Jaden Daniels. And they have done nothing in the portal. Nothing. They still haven't figured it out. Defensively, they have SEMO transfers starting at LSU and wondering why they're giving up 50 to Ole Miss in a loss by four. Georgia's at home. There is not a, a game on that schedule that you look at and you say, oh, yeah, Ole Miss can't win that game. Georgia's at home. And Alabama's not on the schedule. All we need yeah. is for Neither the Mississippi State annual shit fest to not be on Thanksgiving night. Perfect setup. Barring an injury to a big time contributor, nine and three, 10 and two at the very least. I think home against Georgia's big home against Oklahoma's big. I think you win. I think Ole Miss wins one of those and yeah, sure. In death Valley against LSU, but no Jane Daniels I, without Jane Daniels. What's the score of the LSU Ole Miss game this year? 55 I mean, to 28. I know that's not, I know that's not, you know, not how you it don't works. play it. You don't play that game. Yes. Yeah, not how it works, but um, yeah. Who's going to be the quarterback for LSU? At Florida, November 23rd could be kind of tricky as I'm looking at it and interrupting you. It could be maybe late in the year. How's Florida look at that point? 
Are they on have quit they moved, watch? Have, have they, they figured it on? out? Have they fired midseason Billy Napier? Yeah. It's almost the perfect schedule. If only State could be on Saturday. And I saw on Twitter, I can't remember who said it, when they saw that the announced time for Mississippi State was on Saturday, they said, wait a second, that means it's probably going to be an 11 a.m. game, and that game deserves better than 11 a.m. It deserves prime time. I disagree. That game at 11 a.m., it's the most quintessential 11 a.m. game ever because Ole Miss doesn't think about Little Brother anymore. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So 2025 playoff uh-huh. games, first round on campus. Okay. Quarterfinals, Fiesta Bowl, Peach Bowl. Semifinals, Capital One, Orange Bowl, Cotton Bowl. Uh, oh, also Rose Bowl. So yeah. you got Peach Bowl, Rose, Sugar, quarterfinals with Fiesta. So they're all like broken up in different days. Uh, so yeah, we, we could do a live podcast with the San Gabriel Mountains behind us. That would be that'd be bucket list. We could yeah. we could be there, like I could be wearing my my Jeff Lebowski cardigan. We could have some Ralphs. What do we do uh, if Ole Miss wins a title? <laughs> it's always been completely theoretical. If Ole Miss well, wins we, a national championship in football, we saw it in baseball, and that was surreal enough. I'm trying to think of what we could burn and then put it in a Folgers can and go to the Pacific Ocean. And You're definitely big lebowski things today. You're really feeling yourself. Yeah. That would make me your um, John Goodman. And let's be honest, that kind of tracks. This has been another edition of hashtag not committed. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. He's Zach Barry at Zach underscore Barry. We both write for the Ole Miss Spirit. That's omspirit.com, an affiliate of On Three. And if you sign up today, you can get a sub for as low as a dollar or an annual for half off the original price. It's 50 bucks for a full year of all Ole Miss all the time. And right now it's just portal, portal, and more portal, even though we talked a little bit of schedule stuff. And Ole Miss has got a big visit weekend coming up this weekend with a bunch of transfers and a very coveted flip high school target coming on campus as well. Um, just decommitted. Just decommitted from Miami. There you go. He'll be on campus as well. So full coverage of that on the Ole Miss Spirit, omspirit.com, Philly Bowl 3. If you haven't already subscribed, rate, review Talk of Champions, our podcast network and iTunes, wherever you get your podcast, just simply search Talk of Champions, Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, like I said, Amazon Music, and leave a five-star review. It doesn't matter what you say, as long as it's five stars. Thank you, my friend. I'll see you out there this weekend. All right, buddy. Have a good weekend. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.